Super Talk Mississippi media production. He's the former president and publisher of the Sun-Herald, and now he's on the radio. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome to Coast View, the show that every single day celebrates the men and women who are making coastal Mississippi such a great place to live, work, and, and play. Thank you for listening on 103.1 Super Talk Gulf Coast or on Super Talk TV. But if you're listening on Facebook or YouTube or your favorite podcast, we really appreciate you uh, paying attention to our daily celebration of uh, coastal Mississippi and the people that make this such a great place. Okay, so what I want to do um, is let you know that we're actually recording this this show uh, a few days ahead of time so that Woody Bailey, who's going to be on with me from Cruising the Coast, can join me. Uh, but I wanted you to know that, uh, you know, as a point we're recording this, we're all watching the tropics very closely. Of course, by the time this airs, we'll have a heck of a lot more information. And uh, so for the latest, if uh, if there's any any threat or any possibility of a threat, you can, you can get the latest at Super Talk Gulf Coast for sure. And, of course, always pay attention to the National Hurricane Center. That's for sure. Hey, before we go to Woody, I just want to mention that, We've had a string of incredible shows here on Coast View, and if you're a daily listener or you pay attention on social media, you know that the the quality of our guests have been absolutely incredible. For example, yesterday we had Craig Ray from Visit Mississippi, who actually worked for both President Bushes, but for uh, for George W. Bush, uh, he was the uh, White House advance guy for the president's first trip to visit with the queen and his first meeting with Tony Blair. In fact, his first international meeting. He talked about two two months of preparation, and then he talked about how special that moment with the queen was, and what a great story. What a great story. Of course, we also, at the end, talked about cruising the coast, and we'll have, we're going to have Craig Ray back because in his work with the presidents, he had the opportunity to do some amazing things. For example, one was he was president while treaty was signed with President Gorbachev in in Moscow and so many other stories like that. So I think you'd be intrigued to hear more about that. But he's the executive director of Visit Mississippi. He's incredibly focused on coastal Mississippi and especially uh, working, for example, with Woody Bailey, who's going to be coming on here shortly um, on cruising the coast and trying to make it as good as it can possibly be. I had I had Mayor Billy Knight on uh, recently and, and Mayor Knight at the age of 83 years old is the mayor of Moss Point, and I, it, I don't care where you stand. The bottom line is you cannot hear a conversation with Mayor Knight and not be inspired by his incredible strategic focus. And the things they're doing at Moss Point are incredibly impressive. And uh, Moss Point has such a bright future ahead of it. In fact, we'll talk with Woody Bailey here in just a second about that. The the downtown area and the way they're taking advantage of the waterfront and uh, the people there. And they've got rail and interstate and water access. Big things ahead for, for Moss Point. Um, of course, every every Friday we have Jeff Duncan, and he's the uh, columnist, award-winning columnist. He's on the NFL Hall of Fame Selection Committee. 
um, for NOLA.com and the Times Picayune. We worked together when I was the president and publisher of NOLA Media Group with responsibilities for the Times Picayune and NOLA.com. And he's he's one of the best in the nation. And we have him here every Friday to talk about the Saints. And when it's not Saints season, we'll talk about Pelicans and horse racing and anything else that might be on his mind. But he's he's a real uh, sports enthusiast, real th- sports expert, and he's written several books about the about the uh, New Orleans Saints. So it's incredible. And one, two others I want to bring to your attention: the conversation with Rimmer Covington and Ronnie Daniel about the um, Shaggy's charter docks and Pascal's Jan is was an incredible conversation. Two guys who who just kind of serendipitously selected certain aspects of their life as far as what they wanted to do in their careers. And each time they used all the experience from before to make the next move and the, the, the partnership between Rimmer and Ronnie is something to listen to. And then Ann Petrie, who worked with the Hancock County Chamber, uh, works with my friend Tish Williams over there. What the Hancock County Chamber is doing to lead in that community on so many dimensions simultaneously is truly incredible. Really, 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 really great uh, conversations. I'm trying to do more one-hour conversations uh, to get back to where we were before the pandemic so we can dive a lot deeper into some of the subjects. And I certainly wanted to do that today with uh, Woody Bailey, the executive director for Cruise on the Coast. And before we go any further, let's bring Woody in and just say good morning and say, how you doing, Woody? Ricky, hello. How are you this morning? I'm doing fantastic, man. I'm doing great. So you heard the string of shows that we've had, and uh, you're a continuation of that. I, I can't, I can't at this time of the year, I can't think of a more important important person than Woody Bailey as it relates to cruising the coast. Um, exciting time for you, isn't it, buddy? It is. Uh, we are very busy. Uh, a lot happening. All good. Uh, moving right along with the preparations for the event. Uh, everybody always asks me, "Are you ready?" I say, "Well, no. We've still got." You know, 10 days left or 12 days, whatever the, the situation is, but we will be ready. And uh, so we, we are moving forward uh, at full speed ahead right now. Well, look, at, at at the time of this airing is Tuesday, so things will be progressing rapidly. We're, as of today, though, we're still watching the tropics. Uh, as I studied the models today, they were kind of trending a little bit to the east, but then some were trending to the west. We just don't know enough right now. I wish, I wish we were doing this a little closer to Tuesday, but the the subject matter is more important. We'll assume that uh, we're not taking a direct hit from that hurricane, and we'll pray for those who, who are, if it forms, in fact, and certainly it looks like it's going to. But um, and that the cruise in the coast event will go, cruise in the coast event will go off with, without a hitch. That's that's your plan now, but I'm sure you're watching it closely as well. Oh yes, most definitely watching. Uh, I like your assumption that we're not going to have a problem, so I'm, I'm good with that. But we are keeping an eye on it as well. So uh, yes, we're we're moving moving ahead, and if we have to make some changes, you know, we'll certainly do that. So uh, hopefully not. Though it's going. It, it, everything's it, looking for a great year right now. So thank you. It won't be the first time you had to go to your contingency plan because of the right. time of year you have to do this and. It's it's a, it's a sad day when you have to, but it is reality. You guys adjust with reality. But for the purpose of this show, we're going to assume that none of that's going to happen. And uh, and if there is a contingency plan, we will certainly post the latest update with this video uh, so that you can have the latest as it relates to cruising the coast and the situation if there's some kind of uh, pending threat. Um, so anyway, when you evaluate things from my conversation with Craig Ray, it looks like it looks like things are really coming together this year for you guys. 
Well, they definitely are. Our registration numbers are something that really surprised me. We closed pre-registration uh, August the 15th, and uh, we ended up uh, at 8,025, which is uh, right at 18 below where we were last year. And let me just say this, at the end of the event last year, last year was so special, not because it was the 25th anniversary, which is one factor, People were coming out after COVID, wanted something to do, looking forward to having something to do. And uh, then the weather, uh, not only the was the weather great, but the forecast for that whole week was great. They had a little rain the first day or so of the event, but the whole week. So when you're doing an outdoor event, if people can go to the TV and look and see sunshine, you know, forecasted throughout, uh, that's, a, that's a big plus. So those three factors... Uh, made me think at the end of the event last year that we probably wouldn't be able to surpass the roughly almost 9,500 people that registered for cruising the coast last year. Well, you know, at that time, I, when I said that, I had no idea about gas taxes and the prices, of, excuse me, the prices of gas and the inflation and all the things that we've been facing. But for us to 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 uh, to be where we are today is uh, is pretty amazing, and uh, people are committed to. Uh, their cars are committed to uh, this hobby. They're, they're, they're committed to coming to the Mississippi Gulf Coast. They like coming here. And uh, so with that, we have 44 states, Canada, and our first person from England uh, that's going to be here this year. So we're, you know, we're real, very excited about, you know, what we have lined up as far as people coming. And then we'll start registering on site. Uh, October the third on that first on that first Monday at eleven o'clock and we'll register through the whole week and then at noon on Saturday we'll know what our final number is for this year's event. Well, man, you'll have to arrange for the person from London to join us during our Super Talk uh, uh, conversations during during COVID. That would be awesome to be able to talk to that person. Um, you know, it is interesting, and you, you the other the other factor last year is, is all this COVID relief money that was out into the economy, and certainly that has some impact as well. So you really had a lot of things potentially working against you this year. But you know what I what I what I believe is that if you look at and this this is something you and I have talked about before, and, and Craig and I talked about this yesterday. Cruising the Coast is a unique event. Uh, you can go to other car show, other type cruising events, but you're not going to do go to one that has an entire coastline with multiple cities and multiple stops. This is a very unique event in the way that the venue, the way that it's the way that it operates. And I think what probably ended up happening, uh, Woody, if someone had a choice to go to this one versus another one, they chose this one because this is the one that everyone looks forward to. Not that they don't like the others, but this is the this is the number one event, and they want to come to that. Hey, when we come back, we'll uh, we'll continue our conversation with Woody Bailey from Cruising the Coast. We'll get his reaction to what I just said, and uh, we'll move on and start to look at some of the special aspects of this event. And we'll also talk remind you about the economic impact of this incredible event. We'll see you after this break.
live or on demand and watch episodes of Coast View on your laptop, desktop, or on your phone or tablet by going to supertalkmsgulfcoast.com. His love for the coast is why he's here. It's Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. I have my friend Woody Bailey, the executive director of Cruising the Coast, sort of the father of Cruising the Coast over just about every single year that we've had Cruising the Coast. And, you know, Woody, one of the things that um, that I want to make sure that we really focus on, because I think it's important people don't know this to know this. When I said just a few minutes ago that if people, because of gas prices, now can't go to two shows and they've got to pick one, and, and I, I propose that they probably pick this one. The reason they pick this one, because if you look at the national ratings of this of this event, they have been consistently significant, haven't they? They have. You know, we've been voted the number one car show in the country by USA Today uh, several times now. And uh, when we're not voted number one, we're usually number two, but we're always in the top ten. So uh, we've got people's attention. And uh, once we get them here, you know, our hospitality and the people of the Mississippi Gulf Coast really shine. And uh, these folks remember that when they go back home, tell their friends and they bring those friends back the following year. So it happens time and time again. So, you know, we do our advertising nationally. Uh, I talked to a guy the other day that it said his father heard about us in Vermont. And uh, so that, that's, that's pretty neat that we, you know, we've got an outreach like that. But uh, once they once they come, they, they're coming back, and and uh, it's pretty amazing. But another thing, too, about this event this year, right now we've got a little over 1,200 of those registered folks that are pre-registered that are first-timers, never have been to this event. And so people hear about us, and they want to come. I, we always hear about it. Hey, yes, on my bucket list, I'm coming, you know. And and so it's, uh, you know, it, it's pretty neat. That's Like I said, last year we had about 18% of our registration was uh, first-timers. So... Uh, for an event that's now 26 years old to still attract new people to to the event. Uh, I like that. I like it, too, and Coastal Mississippi likes it, too. Hey, listen, when you think about how this event is sort of differentiated from other events, one of the reasons why it's been voted number one, how do you talk about it? If you're talking to someone in the car enthusiast world and they're trying to make a decision about whether they go to another event or whether they come to this event, how do you have that conversation? How do you differentiate it? Well, the majority of other events are, like you say, are not like ours. They don't travel as much. Usually they go sit in a field somewhere for two or three days. Uh, you know, we got the idea about this event from one of the GMs. Uh, uh, and said he had been in Reno and uh, had a car show there. That event's hot August nights. It's still going on. Uh, we're actually, you know, as far as size-wise, we're we're actually bigger than they are. But they travel primarily between Re- Reno and Sparks, where we're traveling between Pascagoula and, and Bay St. Louis. And so it's a 40-mile, you know, run that, that they have the opportunity to participate in. And we just have so much more to offer with our, our, our entertainment, uh, the uh, just the like I say whether it's the nostalgia of the cars or uh, whatever you like we have it here and we just try to you know I just heard our some of our guys talking on the phone explaining to people about cruising the coast and what you do when you come here and uh, we just have so much to offer and it's kind of kind of I think sometimes it might be a little puzzling for most car people because we're not a traditional car show because like I said you get to use your car here and uh, a lot of people like that aspect of it. 
Yeah, they're, they're literally cruising. <laughs> literally right. cruising. Hey, for so, so assuming that someone hasn't really paid close enough attention to how it works, or maybe someone's new to the area and listening to this, or maybe someone has passed this video to someone in another area that's thinking about coming here, explain how sort of the hub or headquarters plays with all of the various stops along the way. Well, uh, like I said, we're set up at Centennial Plaza in Gulfport, which is in the center of the coast pretty much. Uh, and that's our registration area. So everyone that you know participates or registers in cruising with a car has to come to Centennial Plaza to pick up their registration packet. So, you know, that's just like I say is our is a, is a hub of, of activity. We call it Cruise Central. And uh, but then the way the event works from the first Sunday through Wednesday, we have uh, events that take place. We have our have our parade in Long Beach uh, on, on Monday night. I have a great view the cruise event uh, in Gulfport on, on Sunday. Uh, on Tuesday, we have a veterans event at Centennial Plaza. And then we have our have uh, the flamethrowing event at Island View and on Wednesday have a big block party in Biloxi. Diamond Head has their blessing of the classics. And then the real heart of cruising the coast starts on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, uh, where you go around and get your card stamped from Pascagoula to uh, Bay St. Louis, get your card stamped and you're eligible to, to, to win $20,000. We give away $20,000 in $500 increments on that last Sunday. So somewhat of a poker run there and uh, like I say, everything kind of evolves around and, and works around uh, our, our cruise central area. So, uh, you know, if, you, if anybody needs any information or questions or whatever, they you know they can come there and, and find out anything they need to know. You know, our our, our apparel vendor is there. The apparel vendor is also all up and down the whole coast. Uh, but uh, everything about cruising happens there at Centennial Plaza and. Uh, and uh, but the, the rest of the the towns and and the, and the cities that are involved, um, you know, just have some unique things that everybody enjoys and, and enjoys seeing. And last year, I saw bigger crowds at every event that we had. So I'm anxious to see what happens this year. Will we repeat that this year? And it looks like we're headed that way. It's so so incredible. Just as a side note here. And uh, something you you remember well, but here here we are in the aftermath of Hurricane Katrina. You know, months out, then years out. I remember so so clearly uh, Mayor Brent War at the time going on this mission to try to figure out what are they going to do with the Gulfport VA. And of course, as we all know now, the government eventually gave that facility to Gulfport and and what was included with it as well you had these these buildings that were still intact the structure of the buildings were intact but you know essentially they were gutted by the storm and uh, so the government came in and replaced the windows and i think in, in many cases doors to sort of preserve the buildings and because they were historically important, and then uh, and then you know to give them give them a chance to have a, a major developer come in and make something out of it. So if you think about that history, and think about Centennial Plaza today, what a incredible campus for you guys to have that as sort of the headquarters. Uh, we're very lucky to be there. Uh, it gives we have a lot of room to to work with. Uh, 
uh, you know, a little less now with all two hotels and the, the restaurants and everything that's going on there. But uh, that it all works good. We work together and it's, it's a great thing. You know, it kind of reminds me of the Broadwater with with you talk about the campus. I mean, when I'm out there walking around on the grounds, it's just a beautiful place and uh, uh, it's a perfect setting to to uh, to do what we do. And, uh, you know, there are a number, number of other events that are held there as well. So it's a it's a it's a it's a great thing to have that on the Mississippi Gulf Coast now. Uh, speaking of the Broadwater, incidentally, I saw yesterday where the, or actually by the time this airs, it'll be last week, where the governor has approved, I think it was a $5 million uh, uh, grant to uh, start the refurbishment project of the Broadwater Marina. And uh, that's yeah. going to be awesome. And that, you know, hopefully that's a, a, a you know, a, a necessary first step toward. Uh, Roy Anderson's vision to do something very dramatic there on that on that campus. My gosh, I mean, you know, think about what that could be for coastal Mississippi. But that that's exciting, and to see see that marina come back and all its grand, uh, you know, grandeur is going to be pretty cool, isn't it? Oh, no doubt. Uh, I mean, you know, when we passed gaming and uh, and uh, as you know, everybody wanted the Broadwater to come back to what it was and uh, as it was back in the late 50s, early 60s and, and 70s. And uh, that just never did really happen. And uh, hopefully we'll have another chance of, of having that happen. That would be another great jewel to have back on online on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. So I'm excited about seeing that. I know that you know Roy's been on my show, and we've talked about it. We we've had conversations since then. Tremendous energy is still focused on a development in that location, and I look forward. Hopefully, in in the relative near future, they can start talking about you know where they're headed with that. But that would be that would be great, great, uh, great, great uh, news for Coastal Mississippi. I haven't gotten the latest lately, so I think uh, no news in this case is probably good news for Coastal Mississippi. But we shall see as that starts to unfold. Um, you know, the other thing, Woody, and you and I have talked about this before, but uh, I think it's important to sort of talk about it in the context of this. When you talk about the 40-mile cruise, so to speak, from Pascagoula to Hancock County, the uniqueness of coastal Mississippi and the unique sense of place that exists in each of these communities and how they've taken pride in that in each is very unique in its own right. But when you bring them together, this collection of communities makes up coastal Mississippi. The opportunity we have to showcase that, it's just, it's just, it's great for every one of these cities that's engaged in this, in this, uh, the, the cruising part of this, isn't it? It really is. Uh, this is the, everyone's time to really shine and, and roll out their red carpet with all these people coming in from all over the country and the, and the, you know, we're getting our international visitors back in on you know here as well so yeah i mean you know like just for example you uh i think you said you had uh, mayor knight with moss point i mean moss point uh does a great job with, with their venue they have an event on on tuesday and uh, uh it's called cruising the river city and they showcase you know the riverfront and they really do a great job i mean they've only got one restaurant there regularly in, in Moss Point, but they bring in food trucks and they, they supplement what's happening. So uh, they do a great job. Woody, let's pick it up from right there and we'll, we'll come to the other side and continue sort of this tour of what makes the cruising event so special. We'll see you after this break.
subscribe for free to the Coast View Podcast on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. He's the former president and publisher of the Sun-Herald, and now he's on the radio. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. I have my friend Woody Bailey with us, the executive director for Cruising the Coast, and we're spending the entire show today talking about what makes Cruising the Coast so darn successful year after year after year. Woody, when we went to break, you were you were sort of adding to what I'd said at the beginning of the show about Mayor Knight and his commitment to that city. And one of the interesting things is that I think for for so many years, and you've been on the coast forever, you understand this that Moss Point was largely misunderstood. We saw it as sort of this, you know, we could smell it when we passed because of the of the paper mill that was there, et cetera. And they've had some challenges along the way. Every community has had challenges. But what the mayor saw is an opportunity to come in there and get the community aligned, get his staff and the administration aligned around a vision for the future, and then then getting the community excited about it. And one of the things that tells me the mayor is really on the right mark is they had a referendum recently to get a, a huge recreational uh, bond uh, issue passed for for to give kids something to do to have a recreational aspect of the city that is world class. It passed by eighty seven percent, Woody. Eighty seven percent. I mean, you. I, I don't care what city you're looking at. I don't think I've ever seen an eighty seven percent vote on something that a city is trying to do when it involves a bond issue. But that is a. I think that's compelling evidence that the mayor has is leading the, the city in a positive way, and uh, and to talk to him about it, he's so, he's so proud of it. I, I know that you and he stood on the on the balcony overlooking the event, and you had the opportunity to see his enthusiasm, and you shared his enthusiasm, didn't you? Oh, yeah, no doubt. Uh, the mayor is uh, quite, quite a gentleman, and uh, I enjoy visiting with him and, and, and listening to what he has to say. And, uh, you know, uh, that that vote to me tells me the people, you know, want you know some change in Moss Point. You know, they want to do. They they're seeing the the, the future, and I think the mayor, like you say, is is laying that out for them. So, so I'm 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 all for it because, uh, like I say, what they do for cruising the coast is uh, is remarkable, and, uh, and and people love it. You would just, you know, you wouldn't think that a lot of people would go to Moss Point, but I tell you, you know, they're they're doing the right thing. They're they're doing their job as far as attracting folks and uh, hopefully this will be a stimulus to make it better for them. And then to, to move over to Pascagoula, and we, we don't have time to cover every single one, but while we're there, let's talk about Moss Point's neighbor. What Pascagoula has done downtown, people don't, you know, for, for years, I don't think people think of, when they think of Pascagoula, think of Chevron and Ingalls and you know, f- the folks who work at those places living out, out in the rural areas and driving into work every day, et cetera. But what the city has done to buy into a vision to create a walkable community, to build you know, some incredible, you know, mixed-use facilities where there's commercial and living uh, quarters all in the same building. Right. And, the, and the work that they've done to build great restaurants and to really take in this walkable community. You know, that that's, uh, you know, of course, Ocean Springs was already there. Bay St. Louis was already there. Gulfport's Headed there, uh, but it's great to see Pascagoula really achieving their goals as well, isn't it? 
It is. Uh, that's a very popular uh, venue for cruising the coast. People love going out to uh, their beach park, and uh, I see the restaurants, uh, you know, in in Pascagoula busy during cruising the coast, and so they're doing very well. Let's don't forget about Gautier while we're in, in Jackson County, and you mentioned Ocean Springs. Uh, Gautier's coming along too. They they they've got a vision for their city, and they're they're working hard to uh, to make things happen. And this exposure from cruising the coast, I think, is a, is a good thing for them, too. So that's what's unique about cruising that, uh, it, 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 you know, we got all 11 cities. The only city we don't have, and we've been talking with them, is Waveland, you know, involved in cruising the coast and the three coast counties and 11 cities. So, uh, you know, everybody has an opportunity to do something, and I'm looking forward to uh, Waveland coming back. We've had, they've been on board before. They were on board before Katrina. So uh, that'll be great to have everybody on board. So that, that's something we all have to look forward to down the road. Well, I've had the mayor of Waveland on the show a couple of times, and he's super enthusiastic about his city. And John Ferrucci, of course, uh, down at the Silver Slipper, our friend, who's done such an amazing job and now has corporate responsibilities. But loves that area what what he's done at the silver slipper is is a, a best practice in and of itself but he actually talked about a drive that he took recently to go have lunch and he you know drove along beach boulevard through waveland and on into bay st louis and he talked about the drive along the way and the way you know waveland was was desolate for a long period of time because it was literally wiped off the face of the earth by by the storm, but what you've seen is you know the, the the lot prices and home prices. You're seeing tremendous amount of construction that's happening. The mayor's got a great vision for the downtown area and how it connects to the beach. Um, you know, Waveland's coming back, and uh, you know it would be. I think it would help them. I mean, it helps your self-esteem as a as a city to be involved in something like cruising, doesn't it? It most definitely does, and uh, we'll we'll get get you know them on board here for too much longer i hope but uh, it uh, you know it's just like i say it's an opportunity to showcase what you have as a city and uh, and uh, cruising does that in, in, a, in a really good way and you know people enjoy this event so much i mean i see you know uh, people having fun smiles on people's faces so uh it's just uh, like i say as, as i mentioned earlier the cars the nostalgia uh, the weather, the uh, the food, the entertainment, just, just everything we have in general is it really brings out the best in, in, in most everybody. And, and I'm just so glad that we can share all that with all these people from all over the country and let them know what we have here on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. Uh, it's, uh, it's just uh, the opportunity is tremendous. Hey, Woody, do you have a sense of celebrities that, that come to the event? You know, they, some celebrities are work for various networks. Uh, you know, there are other celebrities just own their own cars, like Jay Leno, for example. And then you've got some that, that are working for some of the, the uh, magazines that are focused on, on the kind of cars that are part of cruising. But w- would you have a sense of that? Well, you mentioned Jay Leno. He's going to be here at Beau Revise this year. So uh, we'll be playing on, the Saturday, on Saturday night uh, at the Beau. So Jay's going to be here. And uh, we actually bring in several celebrities, uh, Christy Lee, Courtney Hansen, Joe and Amanda Martin. Their show is Iron Resurrection. And then Dennis Gage has been with us for many, many years. He has uh, my classic car. So we have those celebrities that will be here during the event, you know, this year. And uh, 
Uh, you know, we have other people that we talk to during, you know, during the year to look at possibly bringing in. And, uh, and some, you know, sometimes they may show up themselves just on their own, but, uh, uh we're happy to have these people here and, and they're all, all, all in the car, uh, you know, hobby and, 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 and business. And, uh, you know, I think all these people really enjoy seeing them while they're here. And uh, our buddy Pete Vicari, uh, my next door neighbor, when he's when he's at his home here in the coast of Mississippi at Vicari Auctions, is ramping up like he always is this time of year. He is. I was just speaking with him yesterday, and in fact, uh, the number of vehicles he's going to have at his auction, he's actually getting. A, he told me he's getting a tent but outside of the Coliseum Convention Center to have more room for all the inventory and the vehicles he's bringing in. So he's planning on having a big show this year. So we're, we're happy about that. So that's a good yeah, thing. Yeah, he's been, he's been at, at capacity the last couple of times, and I'm not surprised to hear that, he, that he's having to do that. What, he, what he's done over the years in developing, as you guys have done as well, a, a massive database of people who are engaged and, you know, buying and selling cars. And he's really mastered mastered this whole notion of auctions and how to have auctions and how to do them safely, et cetera. He's, he's just... He's just uh, really, really good. I've got a great team, and he's also just a great guy, isn't he? He is. Uh, I think the world of Pete, and he's also not just a a, a, a vendor at our show doing the auction, uh, so to speak, but he's, he's more of a partner. You know, he helps me, and we change ideas because he travels a lot, and you know, and, and I try to as much as I can to go to other events and see what's going on. So uh, he's uh, he's important to cruise the coast as far as I'm concerned. By the way, he's not only in the auction business through Vicari Auction, but he owns some amazing cars. <laughs> he, he, he himself owns a bunch of really incredible cars, and then he has a partner from over in Jefferson Parish that they own some really unique and special cars together. And uh, he and he loves it, and he's he's made a he's made a terrific uh, business out of it. That is for sure. Um, if you as you think about going forward. Um, do you have, uh, you know, what, what we're going to talk about the economic impact in the last segment, but as you think about all the things you got to do, is everything falling into place? It really is. Uh, we had, uh, you know, uh, our, our, last, our meeting last week with our, uh, our volunteer clubs. We have 12 car clubs that uh, provides about 650 volunteers, and uh, we met with the representatives of those clubs. They're all ready to go, and uh, that looks good. And uh, just, you know, we're meeting I have my final wrap-up meetings with some of the cities and some of the other venues and events that we're doing, and uh, everything is um, is good to go. We're getting a lot of nuts and bolts we're, we're putting together now, but uh, uh, it's looking really good. So everything, the prep preparations are have been been worth it. And if we get everything done good uh, now, uh, then it should be a smooth event. That's what I'm kind of counting on. Boy, the amount of logistics on an event like this are mind-boggling. <laughs> Absolutely mind-boggling. Hey, when we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Woody Bailey, Executive Director of Cruising the Coast. We'll talk a little bit more about volunteers, and then we'll talk about economic impact, and that'll be the final segment. We'll see you after this break. Listen live.
live to Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on your Amazon Alexa devices. Once you've enabled the skill, just say Alexa. Open Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. I have my friend Woody Bailey, the executive director of Cruising the Coast, and we've really kind of covered the waterfront as it relates to uh, cruising literally and figuratively, I might add. But when we went to break, you talked about the car clubs and volunteers. Um, it takes an extensive volunteer network to pull this off over so many different venues simultaneously over that 40-mile stretch. Give me a sense of that. And where do you get, you know, I know you mentioned the car clubs, but more specifically, where do you need volunteers? How, how can people be involved if they want to volunteer, if they want to get involved in next year's event? Kind of give us a feel for that. Yes, volunteers are the really the backbone uh, of cruising the coast, and the the group of car clubs that has been our main heart and soul of the event. Uh, it's it's really unique in the fact that we have these people in these car clubs. That somebody drives in here from Colorado and their pride and joy. These folks in the car clubs have a car too, and so they instantly have a little connection. And I think that's a big another secret weapon for the success of cruising the coast, along with the people of South Mississippi. Um, that's a great thing that we have, but I see these car clubs and the, the rotary clubs that I go to and all the different, uh, clubs throughout the whole coast that I speak at. I don't see a lot of young people joining these organizations, you know, and that's, that concerns me. Uh, you know, I, I'm out looking for volunteers all the time and, and we have, like I say, 650 or so from the car clubs and there's probably another roughly about a thousand to 1200 that, that make up the rest of our volunteer force. And these come from the community uh, primarily. And we have a, a uh, if you go to our website, you, know, you can sign up to be a volunteer cruising coast. We call it cruising crew, K-R-E-W-E, kind of like a, a pull off a Mardi Gras theme somewhat. So, uh, you know, you can sign up and work four hours a day here, or you can pick where you want to work and that sort of thing. So we make it easy as we can for people to, to be a part of cruising the coast. So that's but the future, that's my biggest concern, you know, as far as the volunteers and who's working all the events that we have going on. And uh, that's a big challenge for cruising the coast. And uh, I hope people will, will step up and uh, try to promote that on a, on a regular basis. So, uh, you know, we'll see what happens down the road about that. That's very, very important. I know it is. And again, logistically, wow. I mean, the fact that you guys have pulled it off over the years and I mean, thousands of, of volunteers, that's a, that's a massive effort, probably un, unlike any other tourism focused effort that we have. I mean, it's got to be number one in that realm for sure. And, uh, and it's very significant. So if you're interested in the volunteering, uh, they would welcome having you and just go to the Cruise in the Coast website and you can learn more information and find out who you need to talk to. Hey, Woody, let's shift gears. We only got a few minutes left. Let's, uh, let's remind people about the overall economic impact of Cruise in the Coast. Well, it's tremendous uh, and it continues to grow every year. Uh, we did a study, we do a study every five years. We did a study last year at the 25th anniversary event and uh, we look at it two different ways to the impact to the state because people impact the state's economy as well when they're going in and out of our area to attend the event and this year or, or last year's event showed it was 36.1 million to the state of mississippi in the three coast counties it's 33.1 million and that's a 27 percent increase over where it was in 2016 
So the, uh, the, the impact of the event can just continues to grow and, and help. And, you know, that's what we try to do when we started cruising the coast is to have something that can help the economy out at a slow time of the year. And it is doing its job. And like I say, a lot of people think that cruising the coast is making that money, but that's the impact to the economy of the state and the three coast counties. Uh, and so that that's awfully impressive, um, you know, uh, and the, the, the numbers that, uh, you know, that we see from this study, it tells us how old the people are that attend. And one of the things that's kind of unique, uh, the 60 year, 60 years old is the age for the participants and there's around 52 for the spectators that attend the event. And that 60 year old number has been there since uh, the 2016 study. So that helps me know that we still have some younger people showing up to the event, you know, and it's not that age range is not jumping up there. It's uh, staying there and it kind of helps me even plan what kind of music that we have. You know, we throw in more some 70s and 80s music now than what we used to do to to help uh, bring in younger people to the event and attract more spectators. And that's another thing that we really push hard is for spectators. You'll see most of our advertising, hey, come to the Mississippi Gulf Coast and enjoy cruising the coast. We don't ask you to bring your car. If you don't have a car, that's okay. Come here and see all this is going on. It's quite a spectacle itself. Yeah, Woody, one of the things, you and I had a whole show focused on that that more recent study, economic impact study. And when you look at a study like that, what you want to look at is, first of all, did, was it thoroughly done? And this one obviously was thoroughly done. Did it use the same methodology in the five-year increments? Of course it did. So you can do really good uh, comparisons uh, over, you know, over over the period that the economic study was done before. But this is not uh, this is a study, as Woody pointed out, that w- really wanted to get a good look at economic impact. And it would, it would yield whatever result it's going to yield based on the methodology that it uses. So... It could have come out that it had less of an impact, but it didn't. It came out 27% higher than five years prior. And also, you're able to get a lot of statistical and demographic understanding of, of the people who were involved so you can create and make a better event. So it's real, it's real, and it's real impact, and it is doing this job. Woody, it's been a pleasure to catch up with you, my friend. Thank you very much. I appreciate you having me and uh, look forward to seeing everybody out at Cruising Coast. We're going to have another another great year. The 26th version of Cruising Coast is coming up. Yeah, absolutely. Good luck to you, my friend. Thank uh, you. We'll, uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Have a great day. Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Super Talk MS Coast 103.1. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.